You can't see it, of course. But what I'm holding here is the perfect chicken finger from Raising Cane's. They're hand-battered, they're cooked to order, and they're delicious. Perfect, even. But the best way to describe Raising Cane's chicken fingers, it's the sound you make after that first bite. Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. Hello, 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 guys. It's Cornisha Silas Lemon from Sacred Spirit Podcast. Welcome. Come on in. We have a lot to discuss this episode. There's a lot that's on my mind. There's a lot that's on my heart. There's a lot weighing on my soul with what's going on in our world. And I feel that as a spiritual community, it's time for us to, for us to dig in and truly step forward and do our parts. Now, um, before we get started, let me say a prayer. Good. Jesus, please, let's, let me say a prayer. And I'm not, I'm not taking the Lord's name in vain because I grew up Christian, you know, but I'm no longer that. I'm no longer religious. I'm no longer of any, um, in any type of, um, religious, uh, organization, but, uh, moving right along, let, let me just say a quick prayer. Um, heavenly father, highest energy. I just call on you right now. And I just ask that you flow over me right now and that you allow my logical mind to step aside so that I'm able to guide these people in the most righteous way possible, not in a religious format, but in a way that we're able to live righteously among ourselves and not be selfish and not to live selfishly, but to live lovingly, abundantly and live prosperously. And may my words flow. So that I can reach the masses of people that I mean to reach. Help me to speak fluently with clarity and bless those who are tuning in. Amen. 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 All right. So I want to talk about this nurse who killed those babies counting back decades, counting back decades ago. And she's barely being prosecuted. And she was a Caucasian woman. And yes, the, the color of the person does matter. It does matter because we have to identify who these demonic people are. I'm not saying that uh, anyone is better or lesser than. I'm just saying it was a Caucasian woman who killed those babies. She killed those babies. And I'm, I'm guessing that she put it down that it was natural causes. She injected them with something. And those parents, those poor parents lost their babies. Because of her sick, narcissistic, ridiculous ways. Now, I will not name her name. You just have to go look her up. Just look up Google the nurse who kills babies. She's in she's in federal prison right now, and she's been sentenced for life to life in prison. She was killing babies, uh, dating back to the eighties and nineties, and um, those babies were at that time count discounted as. Um, natural as dying of natural causes. We have to wake up. We have to wake up as a spiritual community. And I know that there are some new agers out there who don't want to tune into the so-called negative negativity of this podcast, but we have to stop putting the wool over our eyes and stop walking around with rose colored glasses because we don't have kids or we don't have uh, parents that are still around and we have nothing to worry about or we just don't want to tune into the negativity. It's not about being negative. It's about being aware and being focused on the now on what's going on. We got to do something about this. We cannot live selfishly and just walk through life like, Oh, um, 
I don't want to tune into that negativity. I don't want to touch the news. I mean, that's all fine and dandy. But if something, if a storm was to happen, how are you going to be informed? You, you're misinformed and misguided when you turn off the television. And so I'm not against television at all because I feel that in a way uh, you could decode through the lies that they tell us on there. And if you really are in alignment with God, God will show you, oh, that's that's not true or this is true. You need to get on it and fix it and do what you can. And another thing, I feel that we need to get out and vote. We need to get out and speak and spread our voices and let them be heard because What's going on today? It's just intolerable. You know, um, it, it just, we have to do something about what's going on. There is no lesser or higher God that's going to come down and save us. We, the people will, um, have to stand up and step up. And, and, and you know, there's a, there's a meme going around that says, uh, when we stand up, the game is over. And then there's a monopoly board that all these elite people are sitting around, uh, playing their game. And there is a bunch of slaves of all color underneath that monopoly board that they're playing on. And once we stand up, the game is over. So you got to stand up and speak up and do something, not just talk, walk the talk. And instead of just saying, talking, 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 walk the talk. I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing my best to follow what I preach, you know, to practice what I preach. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy. It's hard work. But uh, who doesn't mind working hard? Only lazy people. Only lazy people don't want to work hard. Um, and me being the spiritual intuitive uh, life coach that I am, I have to be the uh, the advocate for people who can't speak up for themselves. I'm a mother now. And so it really did open my eyes to a lot of things. You know, um, I want to share a bit of my own struggles. I just got over postpartum depression uh, dating back. Um, just, I had my daughter, um, I, I refused medication, not because, uh, I don't feel like it would help me because I just, it does not resonate with me to take medication. I feel that there are other resources and I was really just dealing with, uh, anxiety. I had some anxieties and I was a helicopter mom and I'm just worried about things happening. Now I'm, I'm now more carefree and I'm dancing and I'm up and I'm moving. And so, um, I feel so blessed and so lucky to be in the position that I am right now to be, to be able to help somebody else. And so that's why I created this podcast because it gives me something to do. It takes my mind off things. And, um, why am I sharing with this, this with you guys? Because I'm not perfect and I'm a human just like you having a spiritual experience, you know? Um, so with that being said, I do, I do want to talk. I'm going to try to slow down, slow it down just a little bit so you guys can catch on to what I'm saying. I know I talk really fast, but, um, I have so much to talk about and I'm going to slow it down just a bit, just a little bit for everybody to catch on to what I'm saying. Um, but once again, that nurse, I want to talk about that nurse. If we are nurses if we are doctors, if we are lawyers and we are, um, pharmaceuticals, um, it's not right for us to take lives into our own hand and act like we're God. Yes, we're powerful. We're scientists. Um, uh, we are teachers and even teachers are going mad. They're going mad too. They're sitting up here having sex with underage kids. 
in us being in these leadership positions, like I said in my previous episode, we cannot be taking advantage of other people. We can only do with ourselves um, what we want. You know, let me break that down. Let me break it. Let me co- let me decode that for you, for for my you know people in the back, for the people in the back, for the people way way in the back. Let me break that down to you. If you are a nurse, you're a preacher, you are, you are a minister or a prophetess or a prophet, you cannot live your life and do things in the dark and think that they don't that they won't come to the light. And I'm going to keep preaching that because I feel that it needs to be said over and over and over again. And because there's such there's just so much stuff that's coming to the light right now. And it's not just with the Me Too movement. It's not just the Me Too movement. Um, it's also with kids. Um, you got commercials coming on television talking about um, if you were a child, who, if you are an adult who, who suffered child sexual abuse, under the um, under the influence of a Boy Scouts or, or the Girl Scouts, um, you even got nuns sexually abusing children, and I just feel that it's just so wrong on so many levels. I know it's wrong. It's wrong, and right now, there you got we got a, a, an official trying to pass a law to make it legal to have sex with ten year olds. Who's this politician, you ask? His name is, according to my research, Nathan Larson. And I just, I'm I'm going to prophesy against this BS. I'm going to prophesy against it that it will not pass. It shall not pass. No, no. And if it does, if, if it's a very big word, if it does, I have my shotguns ready. I'm sorry, but I'm a, I'm a gun-toting mom. I'm a, um, I'm a stand up kind of woman. I will, I will defend what's mine, you know, and this child, she is mine. She's mine. Even when she gets 30 and 40 and 50 years old, she is mine. We got to start doing something to protect our children, even children that are not ours biologically, they're ours. They belong to us. So we must stand up as a community, whether we black, white, purple, green, we must stand up for these kids who can't speak up for themselves. We cannot allow this system to demonize our kids the way that they're doing. Kids should not be sexualized. Kids should not be sexualized in the way that they're doing. And I get with the LGBTQ community, um, they, uh, they, they feel that we should allow our kids to, uh, to dress up how they want to. I'm not for that. I do not agree with that. And I want to tell you why, because I do not have to agree with someone else's gayness, their transsexuality or any other thing to do with the LGBTQ community just for just just so that they could feel more appreciated or more loved. I don't need to I don't need to uh, accept their way of life. And I have to I don't have to preach that onto my kids. If I don't feel like accepting a way of life, that's my business. If I don't feel like preaching that to my kids, that's my business. Because I feel that kids should not be exposed to anything that they are not that, or that they weren't born into. And, 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 I, and I, I strongly believe that God, God makes no mistakes. If my child was born a female, I'm going to raise her as female. If my child was born a, a male, I'm going to raise him as male. And I'm going to raise him to be the best man that he could ever be. I'm going to raise my daughter to be the best woman that she could be. 
Whatever she decides when she becomes of legal age to decide, which I which I'm hoping that it's at least when she's 30 or 40 or 50, because I feel that even as 18 year olds, people are not ready to make those life changing, life altering decisions. They're not mature enough that you got kids in, in college who don't even know if they want to be what they're majoring in. And so how in the hell? Is a child going to know if they are transgender at four and five years old? Don't come at me with that stuff. And I just feel that we need to stop sexualizing kids. Um, their anatomy is not their sex. So don't come at me with that also. Their, their, anatomy, their sexual anatomy is not the same as sexualizing them. Kids are supposed to be kids. And what we're doing in this world, we're demonizing them. We're even bringing Satan in the school. They're doing an after-school Satan nowadays, which is why I'm a proud mama to say that when my child is of age, I will homeschool her because I feel that um, she doesn't need to be out there in, in, in this world the way, that it's, the way that it's going and the rate that it's going at. She doesn't need to be out there. Any of the other kids that I bring into this world, I'm covering my children for the next 10 generations because this is not it. This is not it. And I feel so passionate about it because I have nieces and nephews. Okay. I come from a family of 13 siblings and uh, I'm number seven out of all 13 kids my mom and dad had. Now we're not perfect, but I want to make sure that those generational curses that touched us will not pass on to my kids because I feel that it's so selfish to say I'm going to pass these 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 uh these um curses on to my kids so that they could deal with it at a later time. No, we're not going to be doing that. As a shaman, as a healer, I can't pass on those demon demonic curses and and hexes or whatever it is, those demonic vows onto my kids because my ancestors made them. I'm breaking them up. I'm starting right now with me to break up those generational curses so that they, so that the next 10 generations that come after me through me out of me will be blessed so that we do not have to so that I myself starting with me, we do not have to deal with poverty no more. We do not have to deal with incest anymore or anything else, pedophilia anymore or molestation or rape. Now, I cannot control everything that happens to my kids when they get older. I can't control everything. But I just feel that it's my duty and, the, and, and everybody's duty as a people to care more about human beings like we do with animals. Now, I know that it's better to be around animals than it is to be around people. I get it. I really do because I'm like that. I'm like that. I don't like to be around a lot of people because I feel that I've got to process their demons and my own too. I don't have time to be working and processing and healing people while I'm in their presence. That's just too much energy. That's just too much energy. I've got my baby to take care of my husband. He's not really well, but that's nobody's business. And, uh, me, I'm, I just come over, um, depression some six minutes six months ago and so I'm getting my groove back you know and I'm I'm getting my rest again I don't have help on my end other than the help I give to myself um and then my baby she's making it so much easier she's just so beautiful and um it's not just that she's beautiful it's just her character it's just she's so sweet and innocent 
And I'm not going to allow her to be tainted with what's going on in this world. It just, it's on my mind so much because I watch the news and I can't help it. We have to protect the next generations. We cannot be passing on these generational curses that were bogging us down because we don't want to deal with them anymore. We got to break them because it's time. We're coming into a new power and we cannot use that power for evil. Me being a powerful person, a powerful mystic, and I want to address something because I know that some people are ignorant and they don't know, they don't understand, and it's not your fault that you're ignorant or you're stupid. Um, but I don't want someone coming up to me and saying, why are you, why do you cuss? Why do you curse? You know, because, um, for one thing, I don't drink, I don't do drugs, uh, whether it be, uh, medicinal or, uh, non-medicinal. I don't, I don't smoke. I don't, uh, once again, I don't drink at all. I may have a sugar addiction because, you know, we all have to have something, have to have something to nourish ourselves. Um, and I try not to overdo it with the sugar, but that's, if I don't curse, if I don't cuss a few people out, people out or piss a few people off, not intentionally, but not caring if I do, if I don't do that, then I'm driving myself nuts. And I can't do that. I can't let somebody else damage my my spirit like that. And so I have to let it out in some form or or format or way. Um, and so you're just gonna have to forgive me if you hear me say a few cuss words. Because I'm a God fearing woman. I'm I'm not a sat- satanic worshiper. I'm not a satanist. I am not um, a demon worshiper. I am a woman of God. I'm a mystic. And what mystic, what mysticism means is that I derive my wisdom from a higher source, a higher power, in addition to those gifts that he and she have inherited and installed, have, have, have installed within me, sorry, have installed within me since I was a little girl. And so, um, I just, I just feel so passionate about a lot of things and I just want us to wake up. You cannot live this new age lie, this new age bullshit that says, oh, I'm not going to turn on television because it's negative. I don't want to hear about all this war going on. I don't want to hear about all this negativity going on. Believe me, I was in those shoes at one time. I was in those shoes at one time where I, I didn't want to touch on, I didn't want to listen to the news. I didn't want to hear nobody complain and whine. I wasn't complaining. But at some point, you got to sit there and you got to come back down to reality and you got to realize what's going on around you. Because if you're not paying attention, somebody's paying attention. And guess what? You just may be the next victim if you're not arming yourself with knowledge and wisdom and remaining ignorant and pulling the wool over your eyes because you don't want to hear something negative. You got to stay educated because education is the best, one of the best weapons against poverty. I'm going to say that again. Education is one of the best weapons against poverty. You can have poverty of consciousness, poverty of spirit, poverty of love, poverty of wealth and money. And that's not going to happen with me and my family. It's not going to happen. We're going to do something different. And this is not, this is not a negative podcast. I'm a real podcast. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. And we got to start doing something. We cannot just say we're spiritual and not do our rituals. 
Um, we can't say that we're spiritual and not connect with spirit, the divine spirit. We got to be connected. And when you're connected to divine spirit, God will lead you. The goddess will lead you. The world will connect in your favor when you're when you are aligned and you're not just ignoring things. It prepares you for, for things. It, it prepares you for what's to come. It's the same with fear. The ego and the fear, all the negative attributes about ourselves, they're just there for our protection. I'm not against guns because at, at some point or another, if somebody was to break into your home and you don't have anything on you, then what? Then what? Then you become a victim and not a victor. You want to be able to defend your territory. Oh, and I love Desperate Housewives. I love Desperate Housewives. I love it. I love that show. Um, and I love the scene when um, when the when uh, one of the characters, uh, one of the lady, one of the housewives had cancer. She um, she had a possum coming into her home, and the possum was the, the possum was symbolic of the cancer she was going through. And it was about disrupting her family, about coming into her home and just just stealing her joy, stealing her, her, her health. And she told that possum, this is my home. And you're not going to just, it was Lynette Scavo, uh, a character in, 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 uh, in Desperate Housewives. Uh, the, the possum, she ended up killing the possum. Um, but she never felt sorry for it because in a way she channeled her anger for having cancer into that possum. And she said to that possum, you're not going to come into my home and destroy it. This was her second term of having cancer. And then when she went back to the doctor, she um, found out that the cancer was gone, but it was malignant. It was uh, benign. Um, that, uh, that was once malignant was benign. So uh, with that being said, um, you have to, you have to have some sort of protection, protect yourself at all times. What you're going to do if you go out in, in public being a new age believer that you are and say, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not looking for nothing negative. Ha 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 ha. Uh, lovely, lovely, lovely. I'm just going to smile and put got positive energy out there into the universe. It does not work that way, boo boo. It really does not. The world is full of toxic things. And don't you know the body itself, the stomach, has nothing but toxic acid to dissolve food that we eat? But don't you know that it also protects us? That same acid protects us. Too much water will will drown you, but it's also good for you. So you see my point? I hope you're getting it. I hope it's sinking in. Please don't have your helmets on today. Please, please don't. Please don't have your helmets on. But I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to be funny, but I'm trying to make a point. You know, you have to, you have to have a balance. Fear is good for you. Fear is good for you because what fear teaches us is that um, I'm not going somewhere and acting like I'm some big badass uh, with my ego saying, oh, nothing can happen to me because I'm a God believer. I'm a God fearing person. Ha <laughs> ha. And then what you go into a drive, then you go into a run into a robbery. Who's going to save you? You just walk right into a robbery and try to take a gun from a person. You don't have nothing on your, yourself, but you're just going to run into that robbery and try to be captain save a hoe. You can't do it. 
You can't. You just can't do it. You you just have to. You have to use your wisdom. You have to do things with a sound mind. And the, even the even in the Bible, it says to, that God does things decently and in order, not out of order, not out of order. So, um, it's very important, very important for us to be in tune and to not tune out because we don't want to hear it. Let's not tune out or block out our blessing because the blessing may just be in the mess and the message may just be in the mess. So let's not. So you can't get a message without mess. You cannot spell message without mess. So, hey, you got to suck it up, put on your your big girl panties or your big boy drawers and just face the world because you cannot be, don't be selfish. Don't be gullible and naive to think that you're just going to look at things from a positive perspective. Let's say you do turn off your intuition. Let's say you do turn it off. Let's just say you do turn off everything that God gave you, every gift that God gave you. And then um, a dream was supposed to come to you that night to warn you of going at the st- to the store at a particular time. But you turn it off. You turn off your 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 your, your visions and everything. Because you're powerful. And then you find yourself walking to the robbery and you get shot and you're able to live and to tell about it. Wouldn't you regret it? Wouldn't you regret when you regret putting yourself into a traumatizing position by turning off your gifts and abilities because you didn't want to hear it? You didn't want to hear nothing negative. Sometimes things work together for your good. Romans 8.28 says, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. And I don't say that to be religious or anything, but the Lord could be anything. You know, the Lord could be a higher power. God, I say God because I'm a mystic person. I'm a, I'm a shamanic mystic, and that means I tap into all things that are on a higher level. It could be the Quran. I can read from the Holy Bible without fear. I could read, I could read from any holy book in this world, any unholy book in this world, I can read from it because I'm protected, I'm covered, and there are things I don't touch also because I'm not a fool. I'm not running around with my head cut off like a, a like a like a chicken with his ego and his pride stuck out of his chest, you know. Um, but moving right along to our next topic, I hope you guys that's that sank in and it wasn't too overpowering because you need to clean your palate a little bit and open up your mind. Let your logical mind step aside and help your intuitive mind step in fully. Help your intuitive mind step fully because once that intuitive mind comes in and you're not split minded, oh boy, oh boy, the doors that will open up. It's like you see things logically, but then you see things from a higher perspective and you're like, oh, I'm not going to do that because it's going to lead to some kind of danger or death naturally and I'm not going to do it we're not doing this we're not going here because I'm not I just I just feel negative energy about it I'm not going to do it and then boom you find out 30 minutes later that something negative happened at the very thing that you avoided and so that's what intuition is all about it's about knowing ahead of time knowing things without knowing how you know them but I want to talk more about other things as well I want to thank you guys for tuning in and for those who are just Tuning into us, we've been discussing 
the things that are going on in our world about tapping into the intuitive uh, abilities through um, actively using our intuition by going out into the community and doing things um, such as uh, voting, such as um, uh, speaking up, speaking for people who don't have a voice, uh, which includes children, the elderly, adults, the human race, um, but this video, this audio will be available on YouTube. So anything you have missed, you will get it. You will receive it on YouTube. <clears throat> Let's talk about trust. Let's talk about trust. You don't have to trust a single word I said, but I guarantee you 30 days from now, 30 minutes from now, three days from now, you remember what I've said and something may occur, maybe not to you directly, uh, directly, but you will look back and say, okay, well, she said this and she said that, thought she was crazy at that point, but she's not, she's not. I see now, I see what she's talking about. And my eyes are open. I've had so many people tell me, I don't know what you're talking about. And then a week later they say, oh, I see what you were saying. Wow. It makes sense now. So you don't have to get it. You don't have to trust what I'm telling you right now in this moment. Another thing about trust is that when I say don't trust people blindly, what I'm saying is, uh, that was a realtor. She, um, she, she got shot, um, and, and killed when she was out showing a home. And, uh, I'm pretty sure the intuition kicked in and told her, don't go down the alleyway. Don't go down the alleyway. Or she felt a little bit off about the transaction, but she did it anyway, trying to, give customer service or trying to close the sale or the deal. Don't be desperate because that's what trust is all about. When you're desperate, your trust goes out the window. Your, your ability to, 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 to decide what you can trust and what you, who you can't trust goes out the window when you're just over the heels, happy or in love. Lolly, lolly, la, nothing can touch me. Um, then your trust your barriers just go all the way down, which they, which they should not be all the way down. You should have a filter. You should have a filter up, not a wall, but a filter that lets you see the bullshit that people are doing or they're trying or they're planning on doing. Um, your filter should be up and that's your intuitive wall. That's your intuitive wall, which is considered a filter, not a wall. Um, but your intuitive screen, let's just say your intuitive screen will screen through everything that they're dishonest about. And we'll let you know, hey, don't get involved with this person. I've had so many people say, let's be friends. And in between the lines, what it sounded like was, let me use you. Let me use you, you for free. Let me be able to reach out to you for free. Let me be able to call you whenever I need to for free. Me being a certified life coach, I'm like, no, hold on a second. I don't need any more friends. I don't need any more friends than I already have. Uh, one, because I have to come from a place of discernment where I know uh, where I have to keep my business separate from playtime. And I'm not at a place right now where I can do too many friendships. I'm not at that point. And even if I get to that point, I have to, I have to watch who I'm friends with, who I sit and eat with. I don't need to be at a table. I don't need to be at anybody's table, but I'm open. I'm, but 
God is opening doors for me that no man or woman can shut. No child can shut because he opened those doors. So why wait for me to have a seat at the table when I've got doors opening left and right? But anyway, um, trust, trust your intuition, trust your discernment. I don't care what religion you are in. I don't care what religion you're not in. You have to trust your gut, trust your gut because there's just too much going on in the world to just blindly go into, into quote unquote opportunities when they're actually traps in disguise. Be aware of the vibrations that people are sending out because we all emit vibrations and we have to stay focused, keep our heads out of the cloud. And it's nobody's fault but our own when we put that filter down and say, I'm just going to trust people because that's not how it goes. That's just not how it works. And we, we, we need to be more vigilant. And be more, more vigilant. It's not. It's really not. A, it's not anyone's fault if they if they die or if they get hurt. But it is our fault if we let our if we, if we let our our filter down. If we let it down, you can't listen to people who tell you, "Oh, you're too guarded. You're just not trust. You don't. You you're too distrusting. You cannot trust people in this world." Let me tell you why. Because we are all human beings. We are all human beings having a human experience. I don't care how spiritually connected we are. You're supposed to keep business separate from friendships. You keep medical separate from friendships. You keep, you keep legal separate from friendships. You keep spiritual uh, separate from friendships. Because what you do on a, on a medical basis, legal basis, on a, a spiritual basis, it's, it's all about you. It's all about you and protecting your assets. Let's say, for instance, for for example, for instance, um, would you would you trust your friend to um, to help you if you're having cardiac arrest, if uh, you needed to have open heart surgery? Would you trust your non medical friend to give you medical advice? Or to operate on your body. To open up your heart. And, and do surgery. Emergency or not. I wouldn't. Would you trust your friend. To give you spiritual advice. Who isn't spiritual at all. They have toxic ways. Toxic. toxic they live in a toxic environment. Would you, tr would you even trust that person. To give you spiritual advice. Would you trust a person who's who's not even a lawyer, a lo not even a lawyer, to give you legal advice or to do legal paperwork? Because you, according to the law, you can't fill out legal paperwork unless you are a certified uh, lawyer, or if you're a licensed lawyer uh, or a licensed attorney, you cannot, you cannot, and you can't practice medic med medicine without a license. So, uh, with that being said, why are we allowing people who are unqualified, people who are unqualified to decide our spiritual fate? When I say that, I'm talking about 
um, trusting people. I'm talking about trusting people going in and saying, oh, we've been friends for decades. Let me tell you, I've had clients, several of them, who say I've, I've been friends with this woman for 21 years, long before I married my husband. And her and, her and my husband end up laying in bed together. And it's both of their faults. It's both their faults. It's not just a woman's. It's not just a man's fault. It's just because he made vows. So, and it's both the woman and the man's fault. Because no friend, no true friend is going to lay up with your husband. No true friend is going, is going to lay up with your wife. If they're your friend, they're your friend. But again, I don't have friends. So how would I know? It's just, it's, it's a question you got to figure out on your own, but I'm just saying that, um, and I hate to sound authoritative, but it's, it's just, this is how I do my sessions. I, I coach this way. I, I read this way. You have to, you have to be open to the truth. I cannot tell you lies. You have to be open to the truth. And sometimes it's harsh. Sometimes it's, it's real, it's raw, it's unedited. I cannot babysit or, or, or hold anybody's hand. And that's just how, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You you just have to be open to the truth. I've had several women come to me and say, "My husband has been cheating on me. I know it. He's been having affairs, and it's been my friend. It's been my my friend that I've known for ten years, or for fifteen or twenty one years. How could I let this happen? Because you cl- you put the wool over your eyes, and you just was so excited to have a friend. You were so excited to have a friend, so you let your your filter down." Instead of understanding that we are human, we're human and we cannot, we cannot live our lives perfectly. And so there are certain things you must do to avoid putting yourself into before temptation. Even, even, even with our, our kids, with our own kids, we have to be, we have to be not tempted to uh, go upside their heads every once in a while. I'm not talking about babies. I'm talking about teenage kids. You Parents out there know exactly what I'm talking about. You have to be not be tempted to go upside their heads because they're talking back to you. And, and, and you know, you just have to you just have to be spiritually in alignment so that you don't do those things, you know. Um but what do you do if they go upside your head? Then what? You know, that's that's a whole nother story there, you know. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> But anyway, um, I've, I, and I've had clients that, that have called me and say, um, my daughter, she's acting out. I don't, I don't know what to do with her. She's, uh, she's, she's a teenager and I don't, I don't know what to do with her. Again, these names are not disclosed. I'm just telling the stories. Um, and it's because we let, we've let our guards down and we, and we allowing television or our friends to babysit our kids. And when I, when I mean by babysit, I'm talking about we're, we're trusting our friends to be there for us and, and do all the work instead of us stepping forward and doing the work uh, for ourselves. You know, I, I know a lot of uh, a, a family who who have kids uh, who leave them off on, on the mother, on their grandmother, the, 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 the children's grandmother. They're there with the grandmother all day. You know, and I, I just don't feel like it's fair to these uh, these uh, these grandmothers and grand well grandparents in general for um, their kids, th- their children's children to be leaving kids on on them 
when they should be, they should be out somewhere in Hawaii or Cancun, just enjoying their life, you know? Um, and it's, it's not about how they were raised. It's about having some integrity because a lot of, a lot of people back in the day had to work. They had to work to put food on the table. So they didn't have time to raise us and we should know better. You know, we should know better at this day and age, um, that that's, that's toxic. That's dysfunctional. Well, every time something happens, we got to run to mama. We got to run to daddy. You know, it's time for that cycle to, to, to stop. You have to, you have to start manning up, womaning up, you know, womaning up. What If that's even a word, just woman up, you know, man up. You know, we have to, we have to stand as a, as a nation of people and, and do better than what we're doing. You know, this is not it. This is not it at all. Um, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I mean, but I, I spend, I spend 24 seven with my daughter. I really do. I don't, I don't, I don't participate in in daycare or childcare because I feel that that's my responsibility. I may grow tired. I may grow weary sometimes, but I, um, I never get, I never get angry at my baby because I know she's just being a child. And I feel that somebody was there to see me through my childhood even if it was not perfect, my mother was there to, to see me through my childhood. So, uh, I got to be there for my daughter to see her through her childhood all the way to adult and even to elder as she grow older, you know? Um, and I just, that's, that's my perspective on that. I just, let's just start doing better. We got to do better than this. We cannot pass on these generational curses to our kids and to our children's children, we cannot pass these on. We got to get rid of them and heal them. You can't just pass them on and say, okay, I'm not, I'm done with dealing with them. Give them to somebody else. No, it's time for you to heal. It's time for you to heal because, um, if you don't deal with it with yourself, you're going to have to deal with it with the grandchildren. And that's what, that's what's going on right now with these grandparents what ended up watching their, their children's children, you know? Um, because they didn't set the record straight early on that, Hey, I'm ready to live my life free of, uh, of kids. I've done my part, you know, I want to wish my baby a, a happy eight month birthday. Wow. She's eight months already while wow, time flies. And that's another reason why I just, I want to spend every moment with my baby. You know, I just, I, I can't see her without myself. Uh, with, 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 you know, without me and her being together, I just can't see myself going anywhere without her. And I just want her to be by my side at all times. I just, for personal reasons and spiritual reasons, I just, I feel that it's necessary. It's pertinent. And in those few stages of the beginning of her life, it's good for kids to grow up around their parents and, um, for us just to do better as a nation, as a nation of people. But anyway, let's move right along. I don't want to I don't want to be too lengthy, but I just, I feel, I feel damn good about my parenting skills and damn good about the, the people I, that are there in my corner to talk to, you know, I'm really so grateful to my brothers, um, who I can go to. Um, and I'm, I'm so grateful to my husband. I'm grateful, um, for everything that we have and that we own. It's just a beautiful feeling, but I just want people to know that my circle is very small and I just, I trust very few people. Um, and I, and I want to keep it that way because it's scriptural that says 
excuse me, trust no man. Put your trust in no man, but put your faith and trust in God. And that's not, I don't feel that that's egotistical. I feel that that um, comes from a perspective that we're human. We're all human and people are bound to put themselves first. If, if, if somebody, if you put your trust in somebody and they put themselves first, you cannot fault that person because you're supposed to trust yourself. You're supposed to get it done yourself and put your, put the priorities that you're putting, that you're, that you're entrusting someone else to fulfill into yourself, put your own energy into that because you can't count on somebody else to meet your, uh, your goals in life. Only you can do that. Nobody else can fulfill your life mission but you. So that's what that's my take on trust. All right, but um, the power animal this week. I want to talk about a power animal that we can carry with us this week. Is the crocodile for protection. Let me tell you, the crocodile is very vigilant. He's sneaky. And... um. It's about providence. It's about being vicious. The shark is vicious, but this week we're talking about the crocodile. It's very it's a highly spiritual animal, reptile, um, and um, its its meaning is protection. It's about um, having tranquility in the midst of the storm. It's about being still. It's about stillness and owning up to your your stuff, getting your getting your shit together. It's about all those things. Um, it's about getting out there and putting the work in. So, carry the meaning and the symbolism of the crocodile with you this week. Carry it with you this week. And um, uh, I, I, okay, so. Let's let's move right along. Let's do an a, a, a channeling from the angels, okay? So, heavenly angels, highest angels, most loving angels, surround us and camp us right now. And ask that you bless our week. Teach us to trust our gut, trust our intuition, trust the plan that you have for us. We ask that you step forward and be with us this week. For those who are tuning in, myself and family first, ask that you protect us. Protect us, protect us, protect us, and teach us how to protect ourselves. And ask that you whisper to us how and who to trust. Teach us the power of trust. Teach us the power of trust and not to just easily give it away. Um, so their response is... Open up your mind and your heart to receive the abundance that is forthcoming to you this week. Whether it be through a loan, whether it be through a scholarship, whether it be uh, through a, a windfall of some sort, a win or bonus of some sort. Um, we're also letting, in, letting you in on the secrets of the universe this week. The secrets of the universe will pour into you. If you accept it and listen to it and are attuned to it, if you would not attune, if you're not in vibration of this, it's probably time to get healing. Um, we ask that you guys not harm yourselves. We ask that you not harm others, unless it's out of defense 
in care of your own and others who you care and love for. And we want you to know that those problems that are going on in your marriages and your home and your relationships and your uh, family, they're getting fixed and worked out right now. Surrender all of your worries and concerns to do with your family and home life right now. We are putting in the work and sending you all great love and opportunities so that you can get the work done, so that you can be done with this period of your life that has been festering and, and, and looping. We're getting you out of this funk that you've been in for so long. And we want you to know that you are beautiful just as you are. We accept and we love you. No one else has to accept you or your way of life outside of you. Only you have to accept it. So love and accept yourself and dismiss anything that goes against your, your own will. And trust in the divine power that is above you, through you, and around you, and within you. Trust in that. Amen. So be it. So that's the channeling from our, our angels this week. And um, as we wrap up, after we wrap up this episode, I just want everybody to go out this week and be vigilant. Be cautious of the words we speak. Be cautious. And I'm not, I'm not talking about out of defense. If you're saying something in defense, in defense for yourself or your family, I'm not saying that. I'm saying be cautious in how we speak about ourselves. You're not ugly or or or, or, or less than... You just have to, you have to coach yourself in a way until you can afford the services of a professional. And you have to love on yourself. You, this is your body, so you love on your love on your body, love on your body until you can work it into a better one. If you don't like your body, you don't like the way you look, then fix it. Fix it to where you're thankful. For the body that you're in look at how you breathe look at how you see you have you, if you can if you can see if you can smell you can taste you can feel you can walk you can talk you have few you have few things to complain about and i'm not saying that to lessen whatever is going on in your life i'm just saying be grateful for the small things be grateful for the little things because those things they count they matter do not discount those little blessings and um, I'm going to talk about a few of my services. So uh, let's highlight a, a, a few of my services. So I, I do have some spiritual soap that could help with uh, sadistic thoughts or overwhelming energy. And this soap, I've anointed it and I've inscribed it with sigils. Um, and um, it, it's to help people who have just intrusive thoughts all across the board, just intrusive spirits, intrusive thoughts. Allow me to help you through coaching, whether you buy a soap um, or whether you, you come to me for a reading to see what's going on. I am here. I'm here. I'm very compassionate. I'm empathic. And I'm able to tap into it in a loving way, but also tell you the truth. I can't sugarcoat it to the point where I'm making you feel good. I want to make you feel good about the truth rather than a lie. Um, I also do spirit readings where 
if you have a loved one that is passed on, I can tap into that energy for you. Um, if there's problems going on in your relationships, I, I, I work with a lot of trauma client, people who are experiencing trauma and divorce. I do rituals for, um, to help a divorce move right along. Um, I'm not a mediator at this time. Not saying that that's not going to happen in the future, but I'm just saying that I'm not a mediator at this time, but, um, I do offer my spiritual services and my, um, uh, I, I do offer Reiki sessions to reduce stress. I also offer Obia sessions and black elk healing. Uh, what this does is help the energy. I am not a medical practitioner, so I'm not able to provide to you any medical advice or medical, um, uh, practice. I, I'm also not a, I'm not a lawyer, so I cannot offer you any legal advice. I can only offer you my spiritual service and expertise. Um, with that being said, oh, good news, great news, great news, great news. I, I found a lost heirloom that meant so much. It was so valuable to a client who I, who shall name undis, who should be named undisclosed. Undisclosed because I uh, it took me a week to find it. And I did this through remote viewing. I did this, this through remote viewing where I went in and I told her exactly where it was the first time. She didn't listen to me. She was a little hard-headed. But we got it together. We got it together. And um, she, uh, I, I think she was more emotional than hard-headed. But she was very emotional. And so um, we we finally found, we finally located it after I told her, go back to where we, I told you to go the first time. And when she went back, I said, swipe your hands on the shelf. And when she swiped her hands, she said, oh, my God. Wow, I found it. Wow, wow, wow. And she was really blown away by what I, what I was able to do. And I, for people who don't know, I do work with missing persons cases. And I work with uh, finding, helping find lo to locate easements. Um, that The easement is when you're trying to sell property. And there's like a water line or a pipe that you can't locate in time um, to do like a survey. Uh, and you're trying to find... Uh, where the boundary line is. Um, I do that type of work. Uh, and I also uh, help find missing animals. I helped to find a missing dog in Minnesota. I told the lady, I said, I, um, the dog is one, two, three, four, four blocks away. I was counting intuitively and the, the, angel, the angels and ancestors kept showing me the number four and it showed me exactly the home, how it looked like a brownstone, and the type of people that live there. And I told her, go to the, go to home number four. That's a Caucasian woman that lives there. She's super sweet. Go tell her that you have a dog missing. And lo and behold, that dog, they had found it wandering around the block. And they took it to a nearby hospital, a nearby pet hospital. So this is incredible work that I'm doing. I'm very proud of myself. I am very happy to uh, be able to share my journey with other people. Um, and, um, uh, oh, if you also have uh, prosperity blocks, blockages, that's, that's to do with your money. If you feel like you are stuck in a poverty consciousness, um, I do have services and I have some eBooks that are on their way out. So for people who can't afford my services, there are some eBooks coming that will greatly help you to uh, rectify your situations. 
on your own. So a little bit of self-help, self-help Arthur uh, that I am, um, that I will be uh, distributing and publishing. So I recently released my ebook for the Book of Prophecies. For the longest of time, I only had it in print. I wish I still have at least two copies. I have two copies remaining. And they were limited edition in print because it costs so much to print them and to, to get it all together. But I do have ebooks which are unlimited. And um, it, it, it's available to all who would like to purchase it. Um, again, the, the Book of Prophecies is about a collection of essays which I've channeled from angels and spirits. Um, for my, for the highest good of all who read it. If you get a hard copy, a paperback copy, it comes with an initiation and, um, you can use, you can use that initiation for all your entire life and you can pass that heirloom on for many generations to come. It's so valuable and that's why it costs the way, what it costs. Uh, but, um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. To this episode of Sacred Spirit Podcast. And I'm just so grateful to um, all my followers and people who support this business. Thank you for supporting me because you're helping me to support my, my, my children and any children that are to come. You're helping me to support my family as a whole. Myself and my husband and, my, and, our, and our kids um, and our farm. You're helping, us, helping me to just supply overall. And I really thank you and appreciate you for that, for trusting me with your life and what your... Um, with 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 your um, issues or or questions or, or spiritual inquiry, inquiries to um, provide for my family, so I really appreciate that, and I want to give a shout out to Yaya Diamond of Dream Chasers Radio for allowing me on this platform. Thank you so much. For those who would like to um, reach out to me, you can reach me uh, via powerfulmystic8.com. That's P O W E R F U L. M Y S T I the letter C the number eight dot com so it's powerful mystic eight dot com or you can reach me at cornisha dot com and click on the contact buttons and um, I'll reach out to you as soon as possible. Um, I used to have my number on the websites, but I don't have them there uh, as much anymore because I used to get a lot of harassing. Uh, uh, from from the calls they were coming in and so I had to set a boundary that um, I, I don't tolerate unsolicited phone calls or harassment uh, telling me how to run my business or operate it in any way or any fashion um, I, I just feel that we should all respect each other and respect each other's beliefs and um, I think that's all for this episode. I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. And we look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Again, we will be coming to you guys for the next three months. On every Sunday uh, in, in, the, in, in these months. In that time frame. Um, and I'm just going to see where this podcast goes. Where it takes me. Because this is the only way that I can... Um, reach out on YouTube. I'm not able to do videos as much because m many times I'm breastfeeding or I'm not really dressed up. I don't wear a lot of makeup and I just want to be my authentic self and just come to you real raw and just 
with love. And for the final moment of this uh, this podcast, I just want to send love and Reiki. So love and Reiki to all who have tuned in. I really appreciate it. Namaste. And may you guys um, have a very powerful week. Starting with myself, may we all have a powerful week. I just prophesy that we're going to come out on top. We're going to be abundant. And we're going to be uh, living our lives in joy, our best lives yet. The best is yet to come. So be it. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so be it. So it is. You can't see it, of course. But what I'm holding here is the perfect chicken finger from Raising Cane's. They're hand-battered, they're cooked to order, and they're delicious. Perfect, even. But the best way to describe Raising Cane's chicken fingers? It's the sound you make after that first bite. Raising Cane's chicken fingers. One love.